Let's Talk with Trent R. Nelson. And we are being joined this morning by somebody who really loves children, her own, others. She has a great passion and energy that is tangible from the other side of a glass window. And I suspect through a microphone even. Brandy Stabler, the Director of Development at Compass for Kids, an absolutely marvelous institution that services the children of District 186. And we are so thankful to have her on this morning. How are you today? I'm great. I'm so excited to be here. I can't wait to talk to you about Compass. I love the fact that a big part of my job is getting to go out in the community and advocate for this amazing organization that I feel like a lot of people don't even know exist. You read our mind, Director Stabler, because before we get to all of the wonderful things, whether in this discussion or in our next, that will be going on with Compass for Kids in the near future, perhaps even now, we need to take a step back and address something you said. Mm-hmm. What is Compass for Kids? What does it do? How does it affect the community? So oftentimes our institutions, they stand there like monoliths and we don't necessarily see or understand their actions, right? Mm -hmm. So please, if you would, Director Stabler, give us the lowdown. Absolutely. So you mentioned that Compass for Kids specifically serves Springfield Public Schools District 186 right now. All of the children that we serve are from low-income families, and they all deal with at least one additional risk factor. And those risk factors are things like homelessness, food insecurity, suspected neglect or abuse, Maybe they are in foster care or they have a parent who's incarcerated. There's a lot of heavy stuff that they are dealing with as very young children. For those reasons, all of the kids in our programs are referred to us by a teacher or an administrator or a social worker, something like that. So Compass, up until this year, has had two programs serving elementary age students, so kids kindergarten through fifth grade. We have a school year program called Club Compass. We have five different sites for Club Compass. Right now, for this year, they are at Harvard Park and Graham and Blackhawk. McClernand and Du Bois Elementary Schools. And the way that program works is each site meets once a week. We partner with an organization that is nearby that elementary school so that we can get the kids from their elementary school to their program site easily. Because one of the things that I'm most proud of about Compass is that it's very important to us to remove barriers to participation for these kids. So the kids we serve, um, there are so many great youth programs out there, but they struggle to be involved in those programs because maybe they have to pay a fee or they have to have transportation to get there or whatever. We remove all of that. So all of our programs are free all the time for these families. And we will transport them there. We will transport them home. We provide them all of the materials that they need. We take care of all of it so that we know that they're going to be involved and we can 
we can benefit these kids. So Club Compass, the primary focus of that after school program is social emotional work with the kids with a little bit of academic work. And I can keep going about just that program, but I'll go back a little bit and add that we have a summer program called Camp Compass. And we partner very closely with Springfield Public Schools District 186 because they have adopted that program as their summer school. We do not refer to it as summer school. It is camp because who wants to go to summer school? (laughs) No kids get excited about going to summer school. So it is very much a camp atmosphere. It is heavier on the academics, but also includes the social emotional and both programs include life skills as well. The mornings at camp are all in the classroom and then afternoons are all field trips and, you know, things like we take them swimming and we take them to Sky Zone and we take them to the Lincoln Museum and all of the exciting places around their community that they may or may not get to see. Then, and you may have to help me stay on track because I can bounce all over the place, but this year we are super excited to add a program for middle and high school students. It's called our Youth Leadership Development Program. This is our pilot year for it. And we are starting with a small group, so 10 to 12 kids, because it's our pilot year. And they are all alumni of our elementary school programs. So we are excited to get to bring those kids back into the fold. The kids are super excited to get to come back to Compass programs and have a lot of fond memories of being there. That program is going to also be social emotional work, but on a teenage level. But their life skills and enrichment part is going to be focused on career readiness or post high school readiness, whatever that may be for them, whether it be military or a trade school or a four-year college or whatever. We want to help them create a plan and know the milestones that they need to reach to be able to get to that goal and be that positive voice in their lives, letting them know that they can do it and helping them get there. Compass points us in the right direction. Yep. Compass for kids. Henceforth yep. <laughs> pointing us in the right direction. Yep. <laughs> the thread that I can see mm-hmm. between all of those innovations of which you just brought up, the the school programs and the new school programs and the summer programs and even the use of the language, right? Mm-hmm. Camp, mm-hmm. not school. Mm-hmm. Right? A destigmatization process, right? Because not only do children not want to go to summer school, but there's a connotation behind going to summer school. Mm-hmm. There is this pressure, this social and individual pressure that we feel when we feel as though we're being put in a situation that others don't have to be. Why? Why don't others have to? Why do I have to? Yeah. So, you know, helping to break down those barriers is, is I think, absolutely remarkably impressive and important, and we appreciate you for doing that. Yeah, absolutely. And if you could see the kids when they arrive at camp, and especially at the end of camp when they're leaving and they're crying because they don't want camp to be over, most kids aren't going to cry because summer school is over. But Camp Compass is designed to make even the academic part of it a lot more one-on-one with the kids and a lot more 
engaging and active and up and moving and not the traditional things that have to be done in the classroom during the school year. It's just more new and innovative ways to do their literacy skills and their math skills. And the statistics show how successful that is because at camp this past season, 98% of the students that we worked with improved or maintained their literacy and math skills. All kids experience summer learning loss, but low-income children are more significantly impacted by that. And so the fact that we can send kids back to school, most of them doing better than they were at the end of the previous school year is amazing and a huge tribute to the teachers and administrators that that work for our program. But you're right that they're also excited to go because I want to kind of think in your mind when you went back to school in the fall, what's one of the first things that the teacher would ask you to do? They'd say, sit down and write about your summer vacation. Well, a lot of the kids in our program may not have anything to write about if it weren't for camp. And that's why we put so much importance on taking them swimming and taking them on field trips. And we rent out the movie theater and, you know, let them see a movie with the popcorn and the drinks and all of that so that we're giving them those experiences that they are excited to sit and write about when they go back to school in the fall. You hear often, let the kids be children. Mm -hmm. Yet this is disingenuous to say in a vacuum because like anything else, to be a child costs money, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. and there are economic issues at play that oftentimes yeah. prevent children from enjoying that which we deem children deserve right. for no fault of their own Absolutely. and for oftentimes no fault of their parents' own. Absolutely, yeah. Um, it's, again, destigmatizing work. It goes beyond what so many of us perceive, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't have anything nice to speak about for your summer you're going to feel strange. It's that opportunity gap. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Brandy Stabler, Compass of Kids, Director of Development. So happy to have you down this morning. Let's talk with Trent R. Nelson. Plato told us 25 centuries ago, learning has to be enjoyed. It has to be free. We must be free to learn and we must feel free to take in information, not forced. Mm -hmm. We see this play out, as you just noted, in improving skills from summer to the new fall year. Mm-hmm. We see it playing out in places like Sweden and Finland where they have more outside programs, mm-hmm. right? Where it's just like same stuff you do in the classroom, but you get to do it sitting on the grass. Mm-hmm. Huh. Wow. Why Why not? Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Absolutely. You know? Everyone could be a little Peter uh, little Peter Pan. Yeah. Which just means Peter of the Forest. Well, and another part of our programs is that we very much care for the whole child. We also realize that your brain is not as open to learning, whether it be the social emotional or the math or the literacy skills that we're working on. If you are hungry and you don't know for sure if you're going to get a meal when you go home or if you're feeling unsafe in some way, those are naturally going to cloud anything else getting in. So, for example, our after-school program, 
We greet them with a snack. We give them downtime where they can sit, you know, and have some one-on-one time with volunteers just to talk about whatever they need to talk about and kind of decompress from the day. We have a lot of very consistent volunteers and we keep our volunteers consistent so that they can get to know the kids and build those personal relationships and those connections and, like I said, those positive voices in their lives. But we also feed them a family-style dinner before they go home so that they have that experience of sitting around a table and talking about their day and passing food around the table and saying please and thank you and not taking more than their fair share and just having someone serve them a delicious home-cooked meal. And then we also send them home with a bag of shelf-stable food for the weekend as well. So we are, we're doing our best to care for some of those basic needs also to help them to learn better. To be human is to exercise all of these functions. Humanity differentiates itself from the rest of the animal kingdom by the different varied cultures and customs of which we educate and teach our young Mm -hmm. regarding, right? And so, Mm -hmm. of course, we overlook it. Yet sitting and decompressing after school, having a snack, talking to friends and individuals that you'll get to know and understand, asking Mm -hmm. how your day was, right? Mm -hmm. These are things that are vitally important to being a human. Mm -hmm. And we are so appreciative that Compass for Kids helps to provide that. Director Brandy Stabler, Compass for Kids, such a pleasure to have you down this morning. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for your time. It was a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure is all ours. And like all friends of the show, we know you'll be back. I hope so. Let's talk with Trent R. Nelson. Treat your community with the love and respect that you yourself desire.